Corman podcast should not be interpreted as legal advice and are intended for general information purposes only. Welcome to our podcast series, Immigration Insights. This series is designed to provide a high-level overview on what businesses need to know as it relates to immigration. We aim to cover cutting-edge topics and recent immigration developments while also covering the fundamentals of business immigration issues. My name is Melissa Azalian Kenny, and I'm a partner on the immigration team at Byrne Foreman, and I'm going to be your host for this podcast series. I've been working in the business immigration arena for more than 20 years in a wide variety of industries, including manufacturing, healthcare, and education. Today, I want to give you an update on two topics, the International Entrepreneur Parole Program and the suspension of biometrics fees for dependent applicants. So first, let's talk about the International Entrepreneur Parole Program. On May 10th, United States Citizenship and Immigration Services, or often what we refer to as USCIS, announced that the Department of Homeland Security would be withdrawing a 2018 notice that proposed the removal of the International Entrepreneur Parole Program. Now, this program was initially established in July of 2017. And what it did is it instructed the Homeland Security Department to grant a authorized period of stay, or what we might call parole, on a case-by-case basis to foreign entrepreneurs who could show that their U.S. business had significant potential for rapid business growth and job creation. Now, before the rule went into effect, Homeland Security announced a delay in the final rule over concerns expressed by President Trump to essentially ensure that humanitarian protection programs were not being exploited. And in response to those concerns, Homeland Security rescinded the program and put it on hold so they could receive public comments. But in December 2017, a federal court required USCIS to immediately begin accepting applications for the International Entrepreneur Parole Program. And since then, it's been up and running, but I would also say I think it's been minimally used. Now, under this program, foreign entrepreneurs can establish a startup company in the U.S., and Homeland Security may parole the entrepreneur and their family members into the U.S. for an extended period of time. Three entrepreneurs can be granted parole per entity, and spouses are permitted to apply for employment authorization, but children are not. Now, in order to qualify for the program, foreign entrepreneurs must show that, one, they possess significant ownership in a startup entity established within the past five years that has the potential for rapid growth and job creation, two, that they have a central role in the company and are well positioned to assist with the success of the business, and three, that they have received significant investments from qualified investors or awards and grants from government entities or a combination of both. To apply, you submit substantial evidence demonstrating the importance of your company and how it provides a public benefit. And if you're approved, you're then paroled into the U.S. for an initial period of up to 30 months with a possible extension. You will have the option to be classified as an employer or an employee. And if you choose to be an employee, then you have to go through various paperwork requirements like the Form I-9. So next, I'd like to talk about the recent update to the biometrics requirement, which is currently applicable to dependents of employment-sponsored visa applications. So, you know, we certainly file a lot of L-Visa or E-Visa or even H-1B visa applications. And so this would apply to the dependents of those main applications. Beginning on May 17th, applicants submitting I-539 or dependent applications 
under the H4, L2, or E classifications are no longer required to submit the $85 biometric fee per applicant. USCIS has suspended this rule through May 17, 2023 due to litigation that's challenged the delays and processing times for 539 applications. And I know many businesses and individuals have been struggling with that because it takes so long to get these applications to approve. So to give you some background, USCIS began requiring biometrics for dependents in March of 2019. And it was mandatory to submit this $85 fee per dependent applicant. And then each applicant had to attend a biometric appointment at USCIS where they had their photograph and fingerprints taken. Now, once the pandemic hit in March 2020, these application centers that were taking these biometrics were forced to shut down, and that really halted the biometrics appointments. Previously scheduled appointments were canceled, and they stopped scheduling any future appointments. Once they reopened, appointments resumed, but because they weren't operating at full capacity, only a very limited amount of appointments. So as the applications started to pour into CIS, they could only process a fraction of the applications and really things began to pile up. So that resulted in this severe backlog and processing times drastically increased. Now it takes almost a year to process these dependent applications. And this has been a problem because it causes a loss of work authorization for these dependents. In fact, USCIS recently announced that their backlogs are approximately about 125,000 for I-539 applications and about 60,000 for I-765 applications, which are your employment card applications. Now, they hope to soon reduce the processing delays by suspending these biometrics and by also hiring additional officers. So this is a very welcome change. In fact, both of these updates, I think, are, are welcome changes to businesses and individuals who might be taking advantage of international entrepreneurial program or dealing with delayed biometrics and delayed applications for dependents. So that wraps up our update for this week. I hope it's been helpful. If there are any topics that you would like to hear addressed or if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me at m-a-k-e-n-n-y at burr.com. Also to find our podcast, webinars, and other legal resources on immigration, please visit us at burr.com. Series is also available on Apple Podcasts. Thank you again for listening.